That was bright. Anyways, cool. All right. Hey everyone, Josh from Practical Theism here. The Christian worldview, what is it? The Christian thing, what is it? What do we mean when we say, oh, hey, I'm a Christian or I believe in Christianity? There's obviously a lot to it. But what I want to focus on specifically is the worldview that Christians have. In particular, how I've seen it kind of unfold in secular media or secular things. It's really fascinating, actually. So I've been doing a lot of like uh, reading on leadership and business books and, and a bunch of stuff like that. And what's really fascinating to me is that all of these usually distill down into basic fundamental Christian principles. The primary Christian principle that it boils down to is treat people like they're people. They're human beings. They have a dignity. They have a worth that most people ignore in the secular space. But you see, the Christian worldview, it's a topsy-turvy worldview. It takes what is in the world and it flips it upside down. That's why God's way, God's truth is completely inverted of what the world wants you to believe. Like the world wants you to believe in money, wealth, and power, and sex, and drugs, and these are the things that are going to make you happy. These are the things that are going to bring you ultimate joy and fulfillment. But as St. Augustine said, our hearts are restless until they rest in thee. They're restless until they rest in God because God is the ultimate source of truth. I didn't even know this, but I was listening to a talk the other day and it was really fascinating to me that you see this necessity, this need for humans to worship something. You even have non-Christian and theistic cultures who worshipped gods, the Aztecs or the Mayans. These indigenous tribes, they have sacrificial altars, obviously some weird things like child sacrifices and stuff, but they need, felt a need to worship some sort of creator. Now, you're always worshipping something. Wherever you place your time, attention, talent, that's what you're worshipping effectively. So, are you putting your time, attention, and talent back to God, to the creator of all things, the person who actually gave you the talent that you have, or are you placing that into some otherworldly thing? Again, topsy-turvy. Are you investing in people, in the relationships that you're building? It's so interesting because leadership, when you look at it, for example, great leaders understand the value of people, and you, they understand that they are only as good as the people that they are leading. And if they don't have good people that they're leading and they're focused only on selfish motives and selfish desires, then they're never going to accomplish what they need to accomplish as a leader. Another thought that I thought was really good, my dad actually pointed it out, but I, I was describing this idea, this uncovering that I was having, that business and leadership and all this, it all distills always down to the basic you know, Christian principles of treat people with dignity. Well, he, he made a comment that really stood out to me. He said, well, that's not just a Christian thing. That's, that's a human thing. That's a human thing. And Christianity is just the categorization and reflection of that human thing, that human condition. The fact that we have an inherent worth that is worth so much more than wealth and sex and drugs and power and all that stuff. We have this innate worth. We need to treat each other with that. That's why the two greatest commandments that Jesus gave us are love God with everything and love your neighbor. As yourself, love your neighbor. Because if you love God, you're going to love his creation. That sums up all the commandments. And the truth is, in order to gain true life, you have to be willing to forsake everything else and focus on him. And here's the crazy part. The minute you start doing that, you start seeing humans as having worth, no matter what their circumstances or situation are. And you start seeing them as more important than yourself. You start finding the utmost fulfillment 
in assisting and helping your neighbor and assisting and helping the other person get to levels that they never even thought possible. There's an intangible fulfillment there. That's not money. It's the ultimate fulfillment that God is giving us a taste of because we are getting a taste of participation in Him by doing those things. Once we get to heaven, we're going to see the fullness of what that looks like, the fullness of communion with God and understanding Him to the fullest capacity. Right now, we're only getting a shadow glimpse here and there. But imagine that little taste that you get when you help your neighbor as yourself to the millionth infinite degree when you get to heaven. You'll experience the fullness of God. That's pretty freaking awesome. Anyways, from all of us here at Practical Theism, see you next time.